Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You have separate expenses that go towards the goal of making revenue, whether that's selling on eBay or whether you have an LLC, an official small business, anywhere in between, then you can be eligible for a small business credit card. Welcome to this episode of Talking Points. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, the points guy. And you know how they say third time's a charm? Well, that is true because we've got Richard Kerr for the third time ever on Talking Points. Richard, why do you keep coming back? I didn't know that. That was the first guest to appear three times. I'm honored. We actually were looking at our 2019 numbers and some of our best performing episodes and Talking Points listeners love what you have to say, probably because you are one of the foremost experts in points and miles out there. So not to boost your ego too much, but you're loved, man. There's a lot of smart people out there. I also think it's that sweet Georgia baritone. You do have a... I always say I have a face for podcasting, but uh, you definitely have a voice for podcasting. Let's get into it, Richard. So you're, you're, uh, I have to say, I have to pick a bone with you because your title at the Point Sky is Loyalty and Engagement Editor. And considering I just got engaged, I think I should be the engagement editor, shouldn't I? You should. Good point. Hey, I did not write that title. I don't know which one of y'all wrote that. I think every time we talk about it, I'm like, what exactly does that mean again? But (laughs) Richard, Richard's role at TBG is huge. He's going to be launching all ton of new initiatives this year from PointsCon, our first ever conference for all things travel, points, credit cards, and more, as well as a college tour, which should be a lot of fun. And what we're here to talk about today, he actually already launched our TPG Small Business Facebook group, which you should follow right now if you're a small business. Just go on Facebook, type in TPG Small Biz, biz with a Z. Richard, what is TBG Small Biz? TBG Small Biz is a place where all of the ladies and gentlemen that own or operate small, medium businesses or independent contractors can go and learn from their peers about how to maximize their expenses on a monthly basis to earn as many points and miles as possible. And also, being a small business owner is hard. Before I worked for you, I did about a year and a half on my own kind of gig, and you need a peer support group. You need a place to go and bounce ideas off of, which is why the vast majority of our conversation in the group is points and miles, which is also a lot of conversation about just what it's like being a small business owner. So it's a peer support network. It's a resource. I have a question about payroll, healthcare. And it's like-minded people that want to maximize travel and their importance of miles, but also a free resource to go and make sure, hey, I'm not even, I'm not alone. There are other people facing the struggle on a daily basis. And that's kind of what's grown into. So who is eligible to join? I know it's a private group and you have to apply. What is a small business exactly by the group's definition? Yeah, the group's definition, if you want to get technical, we go by the U.S. Small Business Administration size standards tool. That's a really scary thing. But basically, if you just go to sba.gov, You can find this tool that says, based on the industry you're in and how many employees you have, we define you as a government, as a small business. Now, we're not that technical for TPG Small Biz. We basically ask you to list your business name, your website, and if you're an owner, operator, leader. We do a quick Google of that, or if it's just an independent contractor, we take it to your word, or we'll follow you up with a question that says, hey, tell me about your independent contractor, because we really want to make sure that it's actual small business here. Also, there's a lot of spam on Facebook, and we need to do our due diligence to take that out of there. But uh, so far, uh, we keep a list of every membership, every company, 
really awesome companies, but uh, we do vet the membership and we are turning down about 30% of requests right now because we can't either get the information or it just looks like a, a fake spam account. And for the sense of community, you really want true small businesses. Right. You can't relate to each other unless you've actually yeah. faced this, these challenges on a daily basis. Since launching the group, what are some of the most popular conversations that have gone in the, in the TPG small biz? Yeah, surprisingly, besides what credit card should I get next, which is a great question. A lot of conversations should go about it. It's all about kind of motivation, both personally and employees. And whether it's travel, whether it's other ways to do cash back, um, just those conversations. And as a small business owner for a year and a half, that motivation aspect is key and it's on your mind every day. While it's liberating to know that I am my own boss. It's also hard some days to wake up and go, I have to work today or my family doesn't eat. How do I make myself get out of bed today? Because there's just too much to do. Yeah. And before I sold the points guy in 2012, I was a, you know, from 2010 to 2012, a small business hustling and, and obviously points were important to me. And, you know, points can add to your bottom line. Like points are a currency. And there are a lot of low margin businesses when it comes to cash, but they're spending a ton in miles and points. How do you highly, if there's a small business owner listening who maybe just has their, you know, 1% cash back card or God forbid is using a debit card for purchases. Cutting checks. Um, how do you explain to someone like you've got to get into the points game? Because it's not just the credit cards too. There's a whole other yeah, there's travel strategy. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing to make your life easier? Are you taking advantage of loyalty programs just for small business owners that the airlines and hotels have? If you're brand new to the game and the folks who join the group brand new or when we're out and about and we're talking to small business owners, you know, the easiest way to equate it is simple cash back. All small business owners talk cash. There are a plethora of 2% cash back cards out there. What if I told you right now doing nothing different than what you already do, I'm going to give you 2% of your expenditures back. You know, light bulb, it goes off. That's the easiest way. I say, okay, Instead of earning cash, let's take these points, this other currency that I can make worth more than two cents, more than 2%. And these are the ways that you can do other valuable things through travel, hotel stay, flights. And usually that quick analogy, because we've had people join the group, the community, and say, this looks interesting, but it's overwhelming. Why should I do this? It's, do you want 2% back in cash? Okay, let's talk. And it gets people motivated to join the conversation. And let's talk small business credit cards. So what is the threshold for someone to be able to qualify? You know, I really wish the issuers would define this for us, but uh, they don't. So what we found is that essentially if you have a full-time or side business that is backed up by earnings and loss statements and tax returns, whether you make no money or any money, uh, you're eligible for a small business credit card. Do you have separate expenses that go towards the goal of making revenue, whether that's selling on eBay or whether you have an LLC, an official small business, anywhere in between, you can have a small business credit card. And yes, you really do have to have a small business or an independent contractor or a sole proprietorship that you can back up with mm -hmm. paper because the issuers are asking to see yep. proof, then you can be eligible for a small business credit card. So that means, you know, simple tasks. Are you an Uber or Lyft driver? You got to go buy gas, right? That's your side business. What are you putting all that gas on? Because there are small business cards that give you bonus points for gas. Do you have a freelance writer like I did? Yeah, then I definitely have mm -hmm. expenses as a freelancer. Online seller, like we talked about, all the way down to, you know, what are you doing right out of college to make some money on the side hustle? That side hustle has expenses and 
if you document that, then you're eligible for a small business card. So when you apply for a small business card, there's a lot of different other benefits just besides points, right? It's the fact that you have a, there is a business credit report. So can you explain a little bit how when you apply, you know, all of these credit cards are still guaranteed by you personally. Yes. But the difference between a personal credit report and the business and why that's important that those accounts sit on the business. Yeah, I really wish this was easy to explain and view as well, because it can be uh, quite opaque. When you apply for a business card, they're going to ask for an employee identification number. If you have one in EIN, if you're a sole proprietorship, you won't have one of these filed with the IRS. But you will also be asked for your social security number, where a business can build credit, but if it defaults, it's still going to default onto you. Is it really easy to go look at your business credit report? No. Is it really easy to talk to issuers and to the credit bureaus to find out what your credit report is? It's really not. What you need to be aware of is you can't just say, oh, my business defaulted on this, and you think your personal assets are going to be okay. You're still responsible for that line of credit and those expenses, mate. And we're trying to have a lot more conversation to get clairvoyance on this in the group because the question a lot of us, myself included, have is how do we differentiate between the credit and personal report? How do we find out what our business credit is? Because I've seen denials based Mm -hmm. on either not enough credit or poor credit, and people are confused about that. And so far, we don't have a good resource that goes and explains this Mm -hmm. to our readers and followers. So I I would love that. And if anybody listening has tips on this, talk to Brian, shoot him a link. Hey, this is what what I found, because we would love to know. Clairvoyance, or it should be clarity. Clarity, I kind of, I I don't even want you to re-record it. We're going to keep clairvoyance for it. Uh Uh-oh, Georgia boys trying to use big words. That's not good. (laughs) I love it, though. I'm going to start, I'm going to probably use that tonight. So, but, but one of the big things that people should know is once you have the business credit card opened and it sits on your business credit report, is that those balances do not impact your personal score. Even if you pay your bills off every month in full, credit card companies can report balances mid-month, and it can really drop your score. Yeah. So I think the good part is stuff on a business credit card, not only are you earning probably a lot of points, but that balance does not impact your debt-to-credit ratio, which is you know one of the biggest features of a FICO score. Yeah. And most business credit cards will not show up on your personal report. However, there are a couple exceptions. So you just need to be aware that there are a few exceptions out there. Now, I think what people should understand is while there are benefits to business credit cards that the in general, the protections are much lower, like the CARD Act does not apply to business credit cards for consumer protections, increasing fees, et cetera. And in general, I have found that business credit cards have much higher fees and penalties. So I think it's important to know that there's Benefits and negatives. If you're not going to be able to pay a bill off in full, you may want to analyze which card that you use. Yeah, it really goes back to do your research. If you think, oh, this podcast sounds cool. I'm just going to go and apply for this because I have sole proprietorship. You should at least do a few hours of research Mm -hmm. to make sure you know exactly what you're getting into. And there's like a standardized format now where if you're going to apply for a credit card, they have the fees and everything written in pretty much the same disclosure. Actually do read that. Make sure you know what you're signed up for. We'll be right back with Richard with all things on small business right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
On to the fun stuff. My first ever blog post was how many points does the points guy have? You can look it up on YouTube at Brian Kelly. And I still earn most of my points on small business credit cards by internet advertising and taking advantage of sign-up bonuses. Now, there's one bonus that's coming to an end this month, probably the largest business credit card bonus in history. We saw it last year. Tell us a little bit about the Capital One Spark Miles and Cash Cards. Yeah. Going through January 27th, you can get up to 200,000 Spark Miles, which are now transferable to different travel partners, or you can get $2,000 cash. The way it works is if you spend $5,000 in the first three months, you're going to get 50,000 bonus miles, and then you do have to do $50,000 in spend on the card total in the first six months to get that extra 150,000 miles or $1,500 in cash. So that is a total of $50,000 in spend. Again, if you're looking at this from a sole Mm -hmm. proprietorship, you need to evaluate whether you really do that. And if you're doing that kind of spend, you probably don't need to be a sole proprietorship. So make sure your business can accomplish that. And real quick, we don't have time to go deep into Capital One miles, but it's been over a year since you can transfer those miles. What are your favorite partners? For people who have a ton of these Capital One miles, how do you recommend people use them? The go-to is still, you know, really, for me, Flying Blue and the quarterly promos they have. Round trip to Europe, literally, depending on which city, it could be nothing. It's just absolutely uh, amazing some of the things that you can do with Flying Blue miles. I know Flying Blue went through some significant program changes, and a lot of people have stopped looking at that. So one tip, don't do that. Look at the quarterly promos, which we write every single quarter. Look at the rates. Look at the calendar of availability. Another great one, Emirates. So if you want to go to the U.S. Open tennis, if you want to go see Los Angeles Dodgers in a suite, if you want to go to the Australian Open, which was just going on or is going on right now when we're recording this, it's like 11,000 skywards to go sit in a suite. with. I was at that Emirates suite over the U.S. Open. It's insane. And it's, it's nothing. I've written about it. The article had like 400 views. People aren't listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you want to go to these awesome sporting events in awesome suites with food and beverage, it's almost nothing. So look at that, Emirates. Let's talk about this year at the TPG Awards. Our best business credit card of the year, as voted on by TPG readers, was the Business Platinum credit card. Why is the Business Platinum so good compared to the Personal Platinum? Yeah, let's talk about it. Earnings, if you do over $5,000, 1.5x. So when I had a small business owner, I paid my taxes on that because that made it worth paying the 1.87% fee. If you like uh, Delta Flyer, like me in Atlanta, uh, Sky Club access is, is a necessity being out of there. And then we now have travel protections on the Amex Platinum cards. So if you want to book, uh, you have a significant trip delay, you can be covered there as well. But also the pay with points rebate, 35% makes your points worth 1.54 cents each towards paid airline travel of your selected airline in economy or any airline in business. That's a free flight that you earn miles on. And there's no availability limitations. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I do it all the time. I, I've had the business centurion card for several years now, and that's what we put almost all of our TPG staff travel because it's actually a 50% rebate, meaning two cents per point in value for every Amex point, which is how we book most TPG travel. We save hundreds of thousands of dollars a year by earning Amex points via business gold, earning the 3X on an internet spend, and then we go ahead and then get two cents per point in value with that pay with points rebate. And our employees love it because you know, you earn elite miles on those flights. So it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. I would say that the business Centurion card is way better than the personal. There's a 50% bonus. The personal Centurion doesn't even get 5X on airfare, which is so insane. <laughs> There's so many other random things that, but anyway, so if you, if you have the, the best way to get the business Centurion card is by getting the business platinum. I spent on it for years and then 
I called and they put me on a list and one day it showed up at my door. So there's no set amount that you can spend on it these days, but that's a good way to get in with Amex. It's just things I never have to worry about. Yeah, you never know, Richard. (laughs) You never know. Um, Any other of the airline or hotel business cards that you think are particularly attractive? If you're a Delta flyer, the Delta Reserve business card can be really awesome. It does everything from putting you higher on the upgrade list compared to other people that have the same status as you to Sky Club access and uh, bonus MQMs, medallion qualifying miles. If you're going to be flying Delta and spending a lot of money on there, fly less miles, earn bonus MQMs. Uh, Card just can do a lot for you if you're a Delta flyer. All right, let's get into other ways, non-credit card ways for small businesses to rake in miles and points. So what are... What are some of the key things small business owners are overlooking right now? I'll tell you, this is the best tip I've learned from TPG Small Biz. And I really wish I had known this. You have to pay health insurance. And if you're going to pay health insurance, typically they either do not accept a credit card or if they do, there's a fee that makes it not worthwhile. Three, four percent, something that's just too hard. So on the very first week of the TPG Small Biz, a gentleman wrote in. We were talking about health care for small business, always a pain point. And he said, you know, I pay my health insurance bill at Walgreens. And I went, you do what? If you go to Walgreens, there's a photo booth that is also a bill pay kiosk. In his particular case, Blue Cross Blue Shield is a payee on the photo kiosk at Walgreens. You click it, you put in your account number, it gives you a little ticket to take to the cash register. It rings it up and you pay it for no fee. What? People are paying their health insurance for no fee at a Walgreens photo kiosk. What else is on kiosk. that machine? I'm yeah. going to Walgreens today. But he said this in, you know, I've been bumming around for a while. I've heard some stories and some wild tales and, and seen some things. And sometimes we get a little bit big head and we think we know everything. When he did that and I went to the Walgreens and saw Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the Walgreens photo mm-hmm. kiosk that you could pay for no fee with your credit card. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like that's So if you're going to pay an insurance bill, it's just, okay, join TBG Small Biz. Yeah. So you don't miss out on these things first. So so other ways. So I know airlines have small business yeah. frequent flyer accounts. So many people don't take advantage do of them. Uh, American Airlines Business Extra, Delta Sky Bonus, and you earn your personal miles as well as your business earns these other miles and points that are a completely separate program. And all any of your employees have to do is put your program's number on their reservation. There's a little box you probably overlooked mm-hmm. if you don't even know what I'm talking about. But you can do that, and then your business will earn points itself. And it's, it costs nothing extra. It's another free program that incentivizes small and medium business owners to go uh, and fly these and earn additional points. Uh, the same thing is for actually car rental companies have this, and I did not know that until recently, again, through the lounge. And then if you are a meeting planner, if your small business has meetings and you're not earning free nights and hundreds of thousands of points every time you do these conferences, meetings or whatever, you're missing out. That's the biggest tip. Every little small business goes to conferences. Everybody hosts these. If you do this, holy smokes, I hosted a few meetings and like the number of points are just crazy. Do you believe in like open table rewards or, you know, I guess for office supplies, if you've got a small office, how to maximize shopping portals for small business? Like what are any other? You know, office supply stores are number one, always on the shopping portals. They have their own loyalty programs. And then a lot of small business credit cards offer bonus points for office supply companies. That's three ways that what we call the triple stack. You go through a portal, you get the own stores, loyalty program points, and then you get credit card points on top of that. Uh, Stacking is something that business companies need to know. If that's the first time you've heard that word, again, come join this TPG small biz community. We'll teach you how to stack on everyday purchases that we all make to get points and miles. But really what Brian just said is everybody has a loyalty program these days. Everybody from Chipotle on down to Staples on down to probably where you buy clothes. And it's free to sign up every time, and you just need to maximize Mm -hmm. every single purchase. A lot of small business cards have an office supply bonus. 
Can you talk about how to maximize, you know, they sell Delta gift cards at Staples. Is that legit? I know a lot of people are nervous about putting personal expense on a small business card. Like, what will the credit card companies frown on in terms of maximizing spend categories? And there's a lot of attention on this these days is the best way that I can say it for everybody listening. You need to be 100% confident that if you had to sit down with an underwriter at the credit card issuer, that you could justify every expense that you put on that card for a legitimate reason. Now, there's no reason that anybody needs to go to Staples and Office Max every single day and buy $10,000 in gift cards. That's probably just going to end up with a one-way street to being shut down and the loss of your points and perhaps what we're seeing now, permanent blacklisting Mm -hmm. from an issuer. So if it's a legitimate purchase like that, I think it's okay. There are some issuers like American Express who are a little bit more cautious about the kinds of expenses that are put on there. Again, if it's a legitimate purchase, if it's Christmas time, if it's a bonus time, if it's holiday season and you're going to give your employees bonuses, then you should go and try and maximize those kinds of purchases. As far as personal expenses on a business card, you know what I would tell you if I was a CPA, how easy can you make it for me to look and do your taxes and do your returns that everything is organized appropriately and that there's not all of these kinds of personal expenses on your business card, but there is no set rule against this that anybody's enforcing. I think that's a great point. I think my my accountant paid you off to say that because I still run quite a bit of a bills through TPG because so we can maximize points. And then I realize I'm paying a CPA to go through expenses. And I'm like, was it really worth it to like <laughs> get 3x on this category if I had to pay an assistant and an accountant to take it out? You know, like yeah. you should be mindful of the time. It is best practice to keep business and personal completely separate. Which is why time you know, is money too. Yeah, yeah. Cards exist in organization. And uh, my wife is going to be really mad at, for me for saying that because I also am not very good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I know because we are points people when yeah. we can, you know, put a, put a personal <laughs> expense to maximize. So the TPG small biz has taken off on Facebook. What's next? Hopefully a lot, but very much hustling here as a small business community manager to make this really reach to the next level. So what I'm most excited about, small business seminars, TBG Small Business Seminars, we will be coming to a city near you to do a three to four hour event all around networking with your fellow small business owners in your city, listening to a small business expert in your arena who might be the go-to small business resource for accounting, the go-to small business resource for healthcare. And then a TBG staffer saying, look, if you're not doing these steps right now, these actionable steps to maximize your expenses for maximum points and miles, then we're going to give you 20, 30 minute presentation on this is what you need to be doing right now. And then of course, a social function and in true TBG style, a little surprise and delight at every single one and really spread the word about this community. There are also a lot of people that have heard about our community, had an hour meeting yesterday with a wonderful organization called Silver Lining small business that has 30,000 small business owners in their uh, network that went in on the action. They're excited about what we're doing and the partnerships that TBG has available because of our reach now is just really exciting. But for now, one podcast at a time, join TBG Small Biz, sign up for the TBG Small Business Seminars, which will be free to attend and come and share your expertise and knowledge. Because while I know points and miles, I'm not a small business expert. I'm just uh, a hustler, I guess, is what you could tell. As you said, you're just a hustler. I just thought of you as like Jennifer Lopez in that movie. Richard Kerr, thank you so much for dropping all of the knowledge about small business. Hopefully, if you're listening or if you know someone that has a small business, they need to be points people. It is huge amounts of value back. So join on Facebook, TPG Small Biz. And stay tuned for our tour of small business summits across the U.S. and beyond. That's it for this episode. I'm your host, Brian Kelly. A huge thanks to Richard Kerr from TPG and to the best podcast team in the biz, Margaret Kelly and Caroline Chagrin, and to my amazing assistant, Christy Matsui. Safe travels, everyone.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 